welcome to Bazaar. This is the second episode of the three-episode series on textiles with Aman. In this episode, we analyze two companies, Raymond's and Page Industries. I think you'll you'll like this episode, and it's it's you know we don't normally do stock coverage episodes unless it's a IPO show, but you know we covered the history of the company, the growth drivers. and we also deep dived into the financials and evaluated the future potential of these two companies so you know check this episode out and let's get on with the show right okay so i guess that's enough groundwork let's start with our first talk our first talk is raymond i'm sure uh, everybody knows about this name it's it's nothing new it's a very big brand and it is also a listed company so uh, i think they are everywhere when it comes to fabrics raymond started off as a woolen mill in thane a place in mumbai which was owned by a wealthy it's a very wealthy family later it was overtaken by jk group in the year 1944 and at present raymond has expanded its operations in textiles and aviation and as well as engineering so there are uh, three segments to the company and in the textile segment which is important for our podcast today it has uh, become the most uh, renowned brand in, when it comes to uh, suiting and shirting and this brand is producing one of the finest and high quality premium fabrics at at such a large scale that now it accounts for about 60% of the whole market share in india in this whole segment of suiting and shirting and suiting is all those blazers and you know suits and everything so sidat have you have you ever bought a raymond fabric <laughs> what do you think i'm sure some point maybe even you don't know you were buying raymond <laughs> that's how big it is I have bought like ready-made, ready-made stuff. Okay. Probably one shirt of Raymond's for office. Right. But you know how I am, right? I'm the worst kind of customer to have because I shop like once every six months. That's when that fifty percent off sale is going, and I purchase everything then. Like you know, most yeah. of my shopping happens when you know that <laughs> sale is going on. Yeah. But yeah, man. Us fashion I've... brands need to avoid you for sure. <laughs> <laughs> you are I'm, not a data point. <laughs> I'm the worst customer. And fun fact, so... I'm actually wearing a Raymond fabric apparently. So, what, what do you think is from your aspect? How do you think Raymond is doing? Yeah. So, to just complement your point, Raymonds has been in this business for over a century now. They started their operations as a woolen mill company, nonetheless. Right. But they have really pivoted their business model over the years. it's a legacy company they have a lot of knowledge when it comes to how the textile industry works they have a lot of knowledge over the years so they have positioned themselves very well their their brand is you know recognized very well in the minds of the consumers like everyone knows raymonds right and yeah. the brand that it represents of course even internationally so yeah the brand has grown internationally as well as domestically and a lot of people actually believe that you know raymonds is a foreign brand like even i at some point in my life when i was a kid i thought that you know raymonds is a foreign brand but it's a it's a domestic brand and mm. i want to talk about certain growth drivers like what's working for raymonds so obviously the biggest growth driver for raymonds right now is its brand and you know india being a relatively young country right. most of the population is aged between i would say 18 to 27 so you know the demand for premium suiting will obviously increase as people do well in life more people get employed but one thing to keep in mind is that with the covid thing and the entire work from home thing right now it's it's really hurting raymonds because you know people are working in their underwears honestly and right <laughs> they they're, they're not going to buy a suit to work from home right so that hurts raymonds 
but in the long run i think you know raymonds has a really strong retail network it has around 1100 exclusive stores it has brands like park avenue mm. parks raymonds obviously is the namesake brand among others in its portfolio so it's got a really good portfolio as well and i think yeah that that's what's working for raymonds mm. yeah right and i remember like preeshu you were telling me that raymonds is also investing a lot in technology and it's it's working on something called raymond 3.0 so what what is that about right so raymond now being because they are a brand now and with brand comes brand positioning how you can position yourself in the, in the minds of consumers and right now based on the brand positioning everybody sees raymond as a as a premium brand so now what mm. we are coming up with this uh, raymond 3.0 is this concept called the complete man so complete man uh, in this raymond 3.0 will weave technology and uh, professional tailoring expertise so it will offer consumers with very unique experience and a part of this uh, initiative they are also introducing something called 3d manufacturing and digital body measurement that i think that is going to be through ar technology uh, also it is go- it is going to open 75 tailoring hubs and over one lakh of like specialized tailors to service all these customers and it's only going to show that raymond will do everything it can to maintain its brand positioning and along with that there is another initiative of explorers and it is catering to the upcoming generations like how you said the average population of india is very young so the older people in the population they also know raymond and they have been shopping raymond so they are also catering to them as well as new customers who are younger who are still who are like being introduced to this this professional life and office and everything and they want to you know suit up with their career so raymond is also uh, doing something for them based on their their requirements being the new age and these young customers they they emphasize more on customization and personalization which i think the older generation didn't really care about they just wanted something that's premium yeah. that felt good and that was yeah. that they look good but the young, younger generation they need more they want to build they want to build a relation with the brand somehow i think that's where the whole consumer mindset for the younger generation is going as far as i have researched so what, what do yeah, you think definitely. is that like you being in in the whole financial segment do you think all these new plans are going to help them in in the future to to recover from post covid and everything so my honest opinion is that raymond 3.0 sounds like a bold move but again you need to ask the question that you know is it going to appeal to a lot of people i don't think so because remens as a brand doesn't appeal and it's it's really out of the reach of the middle class and the lower middle class in india right remens is a premium yeah, okay. category it's it's a premium brand right so mm. a lot of people like even me i'm i'm not a rich guy i'm a, i'm a middle class guy right i my priority is not going to be remens right so mm. it doesn't appeal to the middle class and the lower middle class and honestly i believe that the biggest threat for textiles and for remens right now is remote working because you know companies are giving their employees the option to work from home indefinitely and what's going to happen yeah. is that why would you buy a suit anymore right if you're working from home indefinitely you're yeah. not going to buy any clothes like most of your stuff is going to be just like trou- like trunks some some casual wear that's it so yeah some you know, jobs that uh, are work that can be done from home they are i think going to be permanent even like post covid so exactly those things might not change so and i mean remens is not only in the suiting segment it's also in other categories as well but again you know why would you buy something branded if you're working from home you know it, it doesn't make sense to spend that kind of money mm-hmm. and 
I think apart from that, there's also one other red flag which I really want to cover is the family fight that's going between Vijaypat Singhania and his son Gautam Singhania. So these guys are the promoters of the company, and I, I think you will find this very interesting. Vijaypat, the guy who created, like who scaled this company up, he gifted control of the company to his son, not knowing that one day his son will kick him out of the company. So easily like th- that guy just kicked his father out of the company and now vijaypath is continuously trying to regain control you know he he's okay. trying to defame the son he's trying to say that you know he's not a good guy so you know this is something which investors don't like to see like if you personally ask me i don't want to see controversies like yeah, being a board you don't want to see anything like you don't want such yeah. such informations out it's it's threatening it it hurts the stock price right so that is mm-hmm. another red flag and you asked me like i am a finance guy right? so what do i think so i believe that the numbers don't lie right so i will not keep it like i will not make it boring for you guys but if you see the company's financials in the last two years the company has witnessed a phase of degrowth meaning that the sales has actually gone down and okay in financial year 21 the sales dropped by 50% because of covid so they will continue to feel the pressure as long as the pandemic goes on uh, the company is also in a loss they are not making a profit and oh. i believe that it will bounce back but i mean the margins of the company are quite thin which means that the company is not going to give you like stellar growth mm-hmm. even if you look at the stock price if you had invested in the company 5 years ago you'd still be making a loss because at some point in the previous 5 years it touched a peak of 1100 plus In, in, right. I think in 2018, which was a really good year for it, and since then it's been on a downward spiral. And today the company is trading at 370 rupees a share. So yeah, I, I personally would like to see the company bounce back from COVID, but I would not invest in the company right now before you know they can bounce back from the current scenario. Right. So yeah, I, I I was also checking the stock price just to see for myself, and I think before COVID it was about 750 ish, some, something around that that price, yeah. and now it's about 335. Uh, about that's that's lower than half of it within within a year. And COVID company, has been really bad for it. And for a company which is working at such a large scale and trying to grow its business from like. for the past 10 years or something with all these future plans such as Raymond 3.0 and for the stock price to go lesser than the stock price is 60% off basically as of now and you can never say anything for textile such textile stocks because it it can be really it's a fra- cyclical business it's yeah. a, it's a cyclical business you just don't know where it's going it's going to go sometimes like if if the trend is out then the business is out as well and because of covid there is there is no trend you can't make a trend anymore Yeah, definitely. Like no one's gonna buy a suit that's right. hurting them. <laughs> yeah, and I think uh, like the next stock is is something more interesting than than Raymond. This is something that I, this stock is it would be like my personal favorite for today, and it's it's called Page Industries. <laughs> and I think uh, like the next stock is is something more interesting than than Raymond. This is something that I, this brand this stock is it would be like my personal favorite for today, and it's it's called Page Industries. <laughs> So I'm actually very fascinated with this stock because Page Industry has the exclusive license of the brand Jockey, which I didn't know. I thought Jockey were, was a private brand on its own, that you know, an international brand exactly. which has been set up in India and you know, trying to open more stores in India. But it was actually licensed by an Indian Indian company, which I, I didn't know. And this Page Industry, this stock is capitalizing on everything about the brand Jockey. So it's it's doing the exclusive manufacturing. 
the marketing and distribution in in india and not only india it's doing apart from india there is uh, sri lanka bangladesh nepal uae oman and qatar i think that is huge for just to have the exclusive license for such a renowned brand having the exclusive license mm-hmm. to run in so many countries i think it's something is going to take this this stock like a long way and that is very huge for any company and i think the company is also licensed for the uk swimwear called speedo in india and sri lanka yeah. so along with jockey there is also a speedo and under jockey they are doing everything everything that you see in the in the under the brand jockey with like innerwear the night suits and everything this brand has set up its own manufacturing garmenting everything for just this brand there is nobody that doesn't know the brand jockey i think it's a well renowned brand internationally and imagine in such a huge country like india having the only license to like popularize such a well known brand i think it's a win win like being an, an american brand it's already well it's already well marketed and having the license to do the production and marketing and the retailing wow that's just next yeah <laughs> so what do you think i mean yeah a lot of people like so i would like to get back to the point which you mentioned so page industry is the exclusive licensee of the jockey brand which means that it does not own the brand right it yeah. is just a franchisee model it's it's a franchisee model it has licensed that brand to sell in this these countries india sri lanka the middle east all of these places Oh, like okay. you mentioned page industries has been the fastest growing apparel company in india and this has been reflected in the share price we will we will cover the share price growth in a bit right. but it has been the fastest growing textile company in india jockey as a brand is the largest selling apparel brand in india and it's ironic because you know jockey is more famous in india than it is in usa the originator yes, country yeah there are so, so many resellers also for jockey apart yeah. from their own so, flagship stores and one of the interesting things is that you know this is a segment in a way segment is is a segment which has a lot of competition so you know you have players like rupa dixie lux some of these companies have been in the business for a longer period of time than page industries but you know none of these brands were able to match the speed of growth that page has so like just an example jockey is available in like 66000 outlets in india it has around 9% market share in the innerwear segment which is not a lot i mean there's still room for growth but it, you get my point right like 66000 outlets in india 66 oh, 66000 outlets so page has pivoted from jockey just being an innerwear brand to you know being a well rounded apparel brand and yeah i mean it has grown tremendously over the years yeah and i think all of this is reflected on the on the share price like when i was doing my research my mind yeah. it just blew when i and i saw the market price i think it's crazy to have such a growth i don't know how it was possible like comparatively to other shares but going listed it's it's what like you mentioned earlier you get the resource you get the you get the capital to carry out a business and i think they have so much resource to do whatever they're doing with with the brand jockey and their product categories are loungewear innerwear athleisure night suit and swimwear and they also have a like premium loungewear category in india through jockey only and to manage all these loungewear yes so and to manage loungewear it's it's more like a casual wear like loungewear is something you can just wear and chill at home like you, yeah. see, you see those rich people wearing nice clothes just to sit at home like <laughs> It's it's something like yeah. that, but yeah, those like that mindset has been is is loungewear. 
and to manage all their demand they have a total of i think 2.4 million square feet of space which is spread between 17 different location to do the whole production so being listed gets you access to all that capital all that capital is 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 what helping you carry out such a huge like manufacturing process to have 66000 outlets like you mentioned you have to have a lot of production for it getting listed so is the only just, way to handle just that just one one correction here so they don't it's it's not 66000 exclusive outlets but it's 66, yeah, including the resellers and everything yeah 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 that's, that's, that's what i mentioned yeah so definitely man i mean you know few people talk about how impressive the business is because you know everyone is talking about the share price because right. the company has been a multi bagger over the years the company listed on the stock exchange in 2007 and i think the price was around 350 rupees at that point and today mm-hmm. it is trading at 32000 rupees so i think that is like almost a 9000% gain over the years in 15 I mean, years i'll just give you an example <laughs> yeah 15 years that that's impressive man and like if you had invested 1000 rupees at the time of the ipo that 1000 rupees is worth 90000 today and the bse sensex the index in comparison right. has grown by only 300% over that period so you know i keep talking about the power of long term investing this company is a classic example mm. if you can pick a good business early on if you hold on to it you know there's a lot of money to be made right the problem is hardly anyone would have had the patience to hold on to the stock for 14 years the first 1000% yeah i think uh, personally i would have cashed out because it like 1000% is very unrealistic anyways <laughs> even 1000% is stretching a bit like i i am telling you most people would have cashed out when the stock doubled or tripled in value that's yeah. that's around 200% or 300% yeah. so yeah. <laughs> that's how long term investing is and i think the big question now is that you know how does the future look for page can it keep right. growing can it deliver market beating returns because you know there's a lot of competition in the in this segment everyone wants a piece of this growing pie right you you have existing players like rupa dollar then there are players like van husen us polo tommy hilfiger which are now coming into this market they have a lot of brand equity as well and just an example so van husen entered this market couple of years back and they were able to achieve revenues of around 200 crore in just 2 years and in comparison jockey took around 14 years to get to that number you know obviously this is this is not a perfect comparison because jockey oh. started when premium in a way was not a very big market in india compared to yeah. now when the segment is growing at a steady pace yeah, but, i think they were yeah page industry was the first to introduce such uh, international brand and like innerwear and loungewear to india so that's why they they built up this this whole hype and the importance of such garments in in india they iconized the brand like they were yes, the ones yeah, who really they have scaled it up and they have actually created this market and built the hype around this market because honestly like i don't know if they would not have done it i don't think a lot of people would be spending a lot of money buying underwears or garments mm, so right. that's ridiculous to me like for me i'm the kind of guy i told you right i'm the worst customer yeah you're worst consumer yes so, i know <laughs> <laughs> so that's what it is and so yeah. what do you think the the books looks like i mean in terms of yeah man so so the revenues like if, if from a financial perspective yes. uh the revenues have been flat for financial year 21 right. for most textile companies even you know because you are in the textile business so you know yeah, that yeah it's covid you know, yeah it's, 
it's a no brainer it's been a fun year yeah so it's been flat we saw with remens that the the revenues dropped by 50% so it's a good indicator that you know at least with page industries the revenue was consistent it did not fall by 50% they have mm. good net margins so you know the company makes a net margin of 12% but mm. here's the thing right i mean if you are an investor wanting to get into the company today the company is trading at a pe of 100 times which makes it a very expensive stock to own and yeah, to begin with yeah <laughs> i mean 100 times pe is is ridiculous and the good thing is that you know the company is debt free so it doesn't doesn't have any debt on the books it doesn't have to service any debt and right. it has a return on capital of 48% which tells you that the management is running the company really well but at wow. this point at that valuation i think the stock looks very expensive to me and before i put my money i would I, i'd like to see more growth i would like to see new product lines because they're very heavily reliant on jockey so if something goes wrong with jockey if they're not able to sell the jockey brand that much then you know they yeah. it would put pressure on revenues and and in in such a franchise model do you think there are an expiry to how long they can license the brand jockey for so what happens is that there is an exclusive licensing agreement that a company enters into it is it has a specific time period but once that period expires you can always extend it i'm not sure as to when the jockey license is going to end yeah i was not sure about that either because like you mentioned in the beginning that you know they have the, the exclusive right for such an international brand and that's what's driving them all the way so what if they don't it's not the like you said it's a good thing that it's not their personal brand it's a more it's a franchise based model so what if yeah. that runs out you know what if there is uh, some different rule with jockey internationally and they can't have it anymore so i think that will be that is a big risk there's a big risk and i think you never yeah. know what <laughs> yeah what might happen with the brand and it's very interesting if, if that do. happens if that happens then this stock is going back to 350 <laughs> right <laughs> then there is no point in buying anyways <laughs> yeah that's the end of the second episode of our series on textiles i hope you liked our coverage of raymonds and page industries did we miss out on anything we would love to know your feedback because that helps make this podcast better so do reach out to us also in the next episode we covered analysis on alok industries and trident and again you know the disclaimer is out there that people on the show may have certain recommendations to buy or sell but don't buy or sell based on what you hear do your own investing research before you take any investing decision and you know let us know what you think of the show do you want more stock analysis uh, do you want more shows like these so you know just just let us know what you think of the show we'll see you in the next episode